This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Whether you're just looking to stay warm during a hunt or need maximum concealment, the clothing you wear can make or break a hunt. At MidwayUSA.com, we understand hunting clothing has come a long way with more meticulously crafted camo patterns, advanced scent control technologies, and weatherproof options to withstand the elements. Hunters have to wait until their favorite season, but shouldn't wait on gear, which is why Midway USA offers super fast shipping. When you're ready for your next system, log on to MidwayUSA.com. Welcome back to the Survival and Basic Badass Podcast with Kevin and Chuck. Today we're going to talk about the right gun, the right gun for you, and basically what guns we have. Um, And, you know, how we set them up and how we uh, take care of that kind of thing. Let me uh, get comfortable, get a beer here. And uh, so... Basically, uh, we there was a, a message on our email at preppingbadass at gmail.com from Tristan who wanted to say, uh, you know, we're always talking about AR-15s, but uh, we haven't really gotten into any details of what we own or what we like, and so I thought we might have a little bit of talk about that. Now, uh, remember all these conversations about what we, what we have are hypothetical. Well, I was going to say they were all at my camp in Tennessee. <laughs> I, don't, I don't own a gun. But if I did, let me tell you. What it would be. Well, so here's the thing. You know, everybody gets into the every gun has its purpose and... I don't know, uh, you know, you want the right gun for the right job. Sure. That, that's the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, there are a bunch of brands out there. A lot of guys like uh, 
if you're going to build or put together an AR-15, they like they say, oh, you got to get a billet lower and billet upper and, and make everything nice and hardened metal. Well, if you keep your gun clean, it's not going to explode on you. Mm-hmm. If you take care of it, I wouldn't recommend like polymer lowers. Mm-hmm. That's when they make it out of like plastic right. and mm-hmm. poo off their 3D printer. Mm-hmm. That's not what I'm talking about. But I mean, in general, if you buy everyone, here, here's where I get the hate mail. If you buy an Anderson lower, Anderson is like the hated AR-15 brand. But mm-hmm. they're spec. Get over it. They're okay. Right. Not my go-to gun. Not, you know, that's not what I use. But there's nothing wrong with an Anderson lower. You're not going to have problems. It's not going to be bad. No, and you had a good point, though. If you keep them clean, your grandkids can be using these right. these weapons. It's, you know, it's not, <clears throat> these things don't, you know, don't rust out don't in, just in, rust in out. an hour or two. Now, the next thing, so we'll, we'll start with the lower and we'll kind of build on a Chuck's AR-15 theories. All right. So Anderson is the bottom. And but you know, sure you can buy them for forty nine bucks. Sometimes they're even twenty nine bucks. They're just giving that shit away. But next, I think is like arrow precision. I keep seeing on primary arms, you can get an uh, arrow precision, which you get less feedback. You know, less negative feedback in my AR fifteen builder groups. Uh huh. So you know that might be the step up. To me, they're probably the same thing. Who knows? I haven't noticed a difference. I've used both. I have not had any problems with either. Now, my primary AR-15 that I use actually has a stag lower. And that's my New York gun, Mm -hmm. if you will. All right. That's the one that the government knows about that I can take to the gun range, that I can use in the fields. That I can do anything. Um, That's a stag. Stag is a good quality, moderately priced rifle. Um, I say moderately priced. It's probably, you know, off the shelf, probably $8.99 to $12.99, depending on the gun you're after. I like to wait for sales. Um, I'm kind of a cheapskate. But I have a regular standard stag lower. Has the stag trigger in there um i actually bought mine with a 20 inch bull barrel on it and i wanted something that was a little more fun Mm -hmm. something that was lightweight that i could run around go out and chase coyotes in the yard teach the wife and kids how to shoot that kind of stuff um so what I did, I actually bought a, who is it? I want to say Radical Firearms upper for that. And I bought it without a bolt carrier group and without a uh, charging handle. Now for a bolt carrier group, I want to say it was uh, Bravo Company. And I bought some kind of, uh, um, shit, I don't know any of these things. I bought some kind of, uh, you know what I did? I bought a Sons of Liberty Gunworks charging handle. Um, 
you know what? The charging handle, you can buy an $8 Anderson charging handle. And unless you're left-handed, it will make no difference to you whatsoever. And it will not have an effect on the function of the gun. I would say the bolt carrier group, you do want to spend a little bit of money. That's your better, you know, part you want to upgrade. Um, I've, I've seen guys upgrade their firing pins. I've never personally broken a firing pin. But I also, again, take care of my guns and clean my guns. Yeah. So everything, when I said that I was going to buy a uh, Radical Firearms, which are probably the cheapest barrels you could freaking find. Uh-huh. But I'm like a 16-inch barrel. I want it for screwing around in the yard. I bought it where it's got the uh, the ribs on the top and on the bottom, but not on the sides because I was looking for lightweight. Mm-hmm. And I think I have diamond head sights on it. All right. And I, I actually have a stag stock on it. Now, that's a pretty straightforward light gun. Now... So everything's pretty good, except you would say, well, you know, Chuck, that upper and and, uh, barrel from Radical Firearms is a little shady, whatever. It shoots straight. I can do one-inch groups with it. I don't know. Maybe you guys need to clean your guns better is what Mm -hmm. I would tell you. Now, I did want to do a more high-end build. Mm -hmm. Now, because of the limitations in New York State, I have to keep this at uh, Chuck's secret bug-out location located out New York State. Mm -hmm. Now, I can tell you what a gun like that looks like. That one, I chose to go with a Sons of Liberty Gunworks lower. I have a stag pistol grip on that because I actually like where you put your fingers in it. Mm -hmm. You know, it has the the finger cleats kind of thing. Right. Um, I have... A, believe it or not, hardened firearms upper on that. And I think they call it the 12-inch talon with a 16-inch barrel on that. They do, you know, nice heavier steel. They're upgraded, but they're not your real high end. Um, Sons of Liberty Gunworks is middle of the road, maybe slightly upper end. I did uh, the charging handle and the bolt carrier group for that one is Sons of Liberty Gunworks. And then you're like, but Chuck, what I really want to know is what do you have for a trigger in that? Well, the cool thing is with Sons of Liberty Gunworks, they have three positions on your selector switch where it can be safe, semi, and like full auto. It basically shows a bullet broken into pieces, you know, like it's shooting Uh many. So, obviously, since it has that option on the selector, I decided maybe it was time to check out a Franklin Arms binary trigger. Mm-hmm. Now, let me tell you about Franklin Arms binary triggers. You've heard me mention that I was excited and this was something I was very interested in mm-hmm. and something I would like to, you know, own and use in the future. Mm-hmm. Well, I was able to secure one at some point, obviously. Not for New York State. Um, And it turns out, freaking pain in the ass. It was so much work to get that thing working correctly. Yeah. That I was not happy. I've installed probably 20 triggers over the years. And I would tell you, I also installed the same binary trigger at least 10 times. Mm -hmm. And... 
they actually have little checkpoints. They're like, oh, you did this step. Now verify it does this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And it started out working good. And then I do the next step and then it wouldn't work. And then I'd go back and back and I'm bending it with like crowbars and shit <laughs> in, in the trigger. Is that a, is that like an official gunsmithing tool? That's a gunsmithing crowbar? tool. It's the gorilla bar in mm. 46 inch. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I'm twisting and shaping. It's a pain in my balls. You ever get stuck with one of those and you have a hard time with it? Send me an email. I might be able to talk you through. You Just think you got to figure it out? Get now? your crowbar ready. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's working properly now. Mm-hmm. But it did require some finesse. Okay. And a lot of gun lube. Remember, I was telling I you about that, I had that same how we got last that night. fancy gun lube in our tack pack mm-hmm. a couple months ago? Yeah. I broke it out. Yep. All right. And I just oiled that shit up and was like, you know, we're going to make this fucker work. Mm-hmm. But I kid you not, the trigger was in there. It was out, in, out. And I got to say, the little trigger pins that hold it in place, they normally look like nice and black and smooth and it looks like flush on the uh, thing. Mm-hmm. Mine are like shiny metal, you know, and they look <laughs> like hammered. Marks. It looked like Thor was banging on it for a little bit. You know, uh-huh. it's flattened as it goes in. That's how mine is because it's been in and out like 20 fucking times. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying that might be something right. they want to look into. If you ever have to switch your your firearm to a uh, somewhat automatic weapon and you have to do it yourself at home, then you know. You know you've, you've got something to deal with. Well, here's the thing too. And again, it's binary trigger completely legal right. the atf has looked mm, into it okay there are no problems all right but what i can tell you is i go to the gun store and i'm like look maybe you guys can help me out with these fancy binary triggers oh no problem i've sold 47 of them everything's great let me get it for you over and over again the guy says you know i can install that for you And I'm like, what, am I an idiot? I've installed Uh tons of triggers. Yeah, okay, but, you know, you might need me to install that for you. Just let me know because I'll take care of it for you. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, man, I got this. Don't even, no, we're good. Are you sure? Because I can install it. I've done it. Yeah, so he knew. He knew. And then, so, after I try and do it, and I'm like, oh, I must fuck something up and whatever. I'm like, I can't go back to this guy. He sees yeah, me. After you're so adamant that you knew what you were doing. And he was like, I'm still here. I'm just saying. Uh-huh. And I was like, damn it. All I could say is I spent an entire morning dealing with this stupid trigger. And then I ended up uh, just putting it in a drawer and left it there for three weeks. And then I went back to it because I was like, I-, I just can't deal with it right now. Uh-huh. And, and then it took me another day where I was like, oh, I'm going to go out and shoot it today. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. And it still took that full day. Well, just think about that when you're getting a binary trigger and the guy offers to install it for you. Maybe that's the best saying, bet. But here's the thing. Here's where I went wrong. It says easy install right on the packaging. Mm. So does Ikea furniture. So... I crack it open, and then the direction says, 
this trigger should only be installed by a professional gunsmith. And I'm like, then why does it say easy install? Mm -hmm. Easy for him? So easy for a gunsmith. Well, I can tell you, I must be a gunsmith now because that thing was a pain in the balls. <laughs> and I'm watching YouTube videos and the guy, no problems. Just like, bam, bam, bam. And I, I'm doing the same thing, going along with the video. Mm -hmm. No. Not, not happening. He's like, oh, this will work out. And look, it works fine. And I do that. Nope. So I'm just saying that's something you might in, be into. Now, I do keep a, uh, not the, the Sons of Liberty gun there with the binary trigger, but another gun, my, uh, my stag that I have in New York, I keep a flashlight. Mm -hmm. Um, on there. Now, I would say it would be intelligent for you if you live in a uh, communist state to have extra gun lowers, which should be available for purchase. Um, I also like extra trigger sets. I also like 80% lowers. I think you guys have heard me talk about ghost guns before. Uh-huh. And finishing them yourself um there is a company 80 percent arms that has a pretty good jig right now that makes it very easy to uh you know mill out your own lowers um that way when the un decides to uh when the u.s goes along with the un weapons ban mm -hmm. and they want to register everything maybe those 80 percent lowers might come in handy they might come in handy you know i gotta say the only thing that makes us free is guns is the second amendment without guns we're not free anymore right um i know that sounds harsh but that that's what i'm saying mm -hmm. now now that i've kind of gone into a little bit of detail about what you might want on your gun um there are a bunch of uh different things you need to consider when you pick out your gun mm -hmm. you need a gun that you're comfortable with and that you trust you trust the sights, you trust the safety, you trust whatever, whatever's important to you. Right. I have guns that don't have safeties. That's okay. I'm not saying you need a safety. Mm -hmm. I'm saying it should be a gun that you're comfortable with. Right. Um, when I see a, a predator and I feel I need to go out and take care of that predator, for the longest time... I was grabbing my Remington 597 VTR 22 long rifle. That rifle. sounds like the right pick. And I got to tell you, it was, I spent a lot of time one day sighting it in. Mm -hmm. And now I can say with confidence, whether it's something the size of a squirrel or a groundhog or whatever, no matter how far it is, you know, I'd say up to 100 yards. Mm -hmm. I know for a fact I'm going to hit it. Mm -hmm. There's no doubt. I'm not super paranoid about, you know, what's in the distance, whatever. Obviously, I'm shooting in safe directions, but I'm not second-guessing everything. I'm not, you know, worried about my shot. I just know I can go right to it. There's mm -hmm. no heart-pounding. There's no excitement. There's no adrenaline. I just know if I point this gun, it's going to work and it's going to do it. For a long time, one of my handguns was the uh, Ruger SR-22. Uh -huh. And you're like, oh, a 22 is a stupid gun for a handgun for your everyday carry. I agree with that. But you know what? 
I was so confident with how well I could shoot with it and so confident about my carry and you know where I could keep it. Well, you know, I think I think I don't was. think it's necessarily the wrong gun. I mean, you know, if you're worried about somebody uh hopped up on PCP that's uh 250 pounds uh charging at you, maybe that's not the best thing to have in your hand. But if you're talking about going in and out of businesses and you want to have something that is not going to be very obvious to people, then I think that's fine. I think that's a fine handgun to have. You know, I did eventually upgrade to the uh, VP9SK from H&K. Mm-hmm. Um, I am very happy with it so far. Hopefully, uh, I'm going to get off how, my ass. And, how big is that? And do a... Uh, is it something you can you can slide in a holster inside your shirt? I can carry it under a t-shirt. Under a t-shirt? Under a t-shirt. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know about the sitting down thing so well, uh-huh. but I carry it under a t-shirt. Okay. If I'm walking, it's all good. Um, but, you know, there's whatever. And that's the thing. You got to spend some time with the right holsters. Right. You got to get things. But it's so much more important to have a gun that you're comfortable with and you're confident with. Mm-hmm. You're going to do so much better with everything. That's what's important. You got to go out and use your gun where it's like your right hand. Right. I don't even think about it with my 22, and now slowly I've just gotten that way with the AR. Mm-hmm. It's good with the AR. It's just twice as loud, right. and so I don't want to shoot it in the yard every day and cause a you know big disturbance and an uprising. Um, you know, New York will send our uh, Stasi or AKA the state police down to come get me. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I don't. Uh, you know, I'm not looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. But. I decided, you know what, it's time I need to beef it up to the AR. And and I started really making that the go-to. Now, I always, when I was out with the boys, when I'm going places, when I'm going and shooting, it was AR all the time. But around the yard, I wasn't, you know, in the gun range, all that stuff. It was all good with the AR. But I just was so confident with the 22, with the noise level, with the everything. It just made it the right choice. That's what I have to say about that. All right. The uh, now I understand you don't exactly like to give out your uh, gun preferences. Yeah, to I'm the free just, world. I'm just not going to say anything. You're about a little it. more intelligent. No. <clears throat> no, I'm going to leave it. Uh, leave it blank. I mean, I. Uh, I still stick with. Uh, I'll say that I still stick with a shotgun as home defense, and that's really about all. I'm, interested in talking about all right that sounds good now i would say if you were to tell me well you know chuck i'd really rather see like an ar-10 and you upgrade to a 308 with a man-sized bullet i wouldn't say you were wrong 308 is not not a bad uh bad way to go now the other thing and it was funny because i didn't put it together that it was the same guy that it was tristan asking me about the uh, what what type of AR-15 I use and you know what parts I like in there. Um, honestly, I've never had problems with anything that's mil spec or better. Mm-hmm. Just keep your guns clean. Yeah. Um, but I didn't put and together. And if it's manufactured that was him. in in Romania, stay away from it. And maybe use slightly better ammo. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what's weird? I was just saying I love my uh, my Remington uh, 597 and uh, 22. And that had, 
does not shoot Remington bullets that well. They jam like yeah. freaking one out of ten. Mm-hmm. And then I buy slightly higher end bullets, no problem. Yeah, a lot of the time jamming uh, with those ty- types of weapons has to do with cleaning. Oh, but that that's hurts. not always the case. That I mean, that hurts. Ammo. Did I mention that I'm an small... expert when it comes to handgun shooting in the military? And let me tell you why. Why is that, Chuck? Because I had a Glock that apparently nobody had ever cleaned in their entire life. Uh huh. So every other bullet I shot would jam as it closed, mm-hmm. and it would catch the bullet in the slide. Uh huh. And I would have to take it and dump the bullet on the ground. And so after shooting, you know, 30 rounds or whatever, and the guy adds them all up, and he's like, wow, they must all be bullseyes because either you're missing the target the whole time. Uh-huh. And I'm like, yeah. Or it's going through the Or same. all the bullets are laying on the ground next to me, mm-hmm. and they must all have been bullseyes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, I'm going to have to go with that. So I'm just saying, realize you're talking to an expert. Yeah, yeah. I'm also an expert. Uh, with a pistol, according to the Navy, which means I had to shoot a paper target that was like 15 feet away three times. Uh, it's not. It's not a, a, a something to no, hang I your should, hat on. I shouldn't that. put it on the resume. No. All right. Now, no, if you if you come back uh, out of the Marines and say the same thing, maybe that's a different story. I don't know what their standards are, but I'm sure it's not Navy standards. All right. All right. Now, the next thing I would say, I think ours was if the bullet doesn't come back because you shot the deck of the ship, if it doesn't come back, it hit you in the leg. Right. And apparently not everybody on my ship was able to pass that qualification. Yeah. Okay. But, you know, yeah. whatever. That's why they Teach have expert and marksman and That's right. different you levels. You have to have somewhere to go. <laughs> if you accidentally shoot yourself, you only get the marksman badge. That's right. <laughs> they, uh, you know what I just heard, though, the other day that... uh. You know, Tupac Shakur, the rapper? Yeah. They're pretty sure he, he shot himself? Yeah, the the only times he had been shot in his entire life is when he shot himself. I think you're making that he up. He talks all the time about he'd been shot f- five times. <laughs> I mean, granted, somebody did shoot him like six times when he died. Well, I yeah, mean, that before time. that time. Maybe he accidentally shot himself six it times It could have been that, that time also. I mean, they never found they the never killer, They never caught right? the guy. All right. Now, there is a movie about that, though. We can get to the bottom of it. Uh, apparently, there's books out. They know exactly who did it. They just yeah, don't give they just a fuck. they just can't prove it. Or they didn't give a fuck. Yeah, they don't care. All right. So, anyway, where I was going to go with this Tristan connection is in the Prepping Badass group. I don't know if you guys have joined, but maybe you should. Mm-hmm. In the Prepping Badass group, Tristan mentioned, does anybody have a um, bolt-action bolt rifle? Right? Mm-hmm. right? For your primary gun, your go-to right. gun. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, there's nothing wrong with that. And if you live in like a communist state like New York or California. Mm-hmm. Don't forget uh, Illinois. Or Illinois. I, I replied to him that, you know, the Remington 700 is an excellent firearm. Yeah. Um, and if you learn how to use it and master it like it's your go-to, that is an excellent gun that you can buy anytime and can be your go-to right away. No problem. And it's something you can count on. It's reliable. You're probably going to have slightly better accuracy than the AR if you take care of it. Um, again, you can set up an AR to be anything. So I always give the, uh, you know, the disclaimer there of slightly better. Um, 
but that definitely is is an option out there. Um, he was talking about the Ruger Predator. Uh, I know some guys get excited about uh, the 6.5 Creedmoor. I'm just saying there's options out there. Um, but yeah, that's about what I have to say about Chuck's firearms. Yeah, uh, you know, I would say that, uh, you know, with bolt-action uh, rifles, um, they're they're reliable as far as firing every time you pull the trigger. I like that. They're uh, accurate, you know, not necessarily more or less accurate than a modern firearm, but they're accurate. And, uh, you know, if you get good at it, how long did it take uh, Oswald to shoot three bullets uh, in the Kennedy? It was in, like, four seconds or ten seconds, something like that. It becomes second nature. Right. As you're aiming, you can really, you know, do that. If you're, you know, the reason an AR is cool is because people don't aim. Mm -hmm. You know, that's why it's effective, because they're like, oh, I can aim a little bit and, you know, whatever. I'll just throw a whole lot of bullets. Right. But maybe if I care about where the bullets go, Mm -hmm. maybe that bolt action is maybe the right choice. I mean, I... Even uh, police officers that are supposedly trained in firearms, which that's questionable, honestly. Most uh, most police officers uh, don't have all that much uh, training, if unless yes. they pursue it themselves. That as can far be as a requirements, bit disturbing. Regardless, irregardless of that fact, oftentimes, uh, you know, when people panic and they fire rounds, they hit people that aren't even the target. Uh, it happened uh, about two years ago in New York City. They uh, a uh, guy had a gun, or he had a machete. He was acting crazy on the street. Uh, two police officers came on him and uh, fired nine rounds. Five of them hit him, and two hit just random people that were standing behind him. So uh, thinking before you pull a trigger is probably uh, a little bit easier when you have a bolt-action rifle. Yes. So, I mean, you know, aim is practicing your aim and... and uh, Practicing uh, trigger control and all those things are important. But, um, you know, when you get in those situations, especially around your house, you should be conscientious of it. Of it. You, know, um, you know, if somebody's to, to break into your house, you don't want to be shooting at somebody in your kid's bedroom. You know? You want to be conscientious of where those, uh, where those rounds are going to end up if they miss or if they pass through the intended target. So it's something you want to think about. Um, you know, especially with a with a bolt action rifle, you don't have that problem necessarily. I like it. So now a lot of you guys are thinking, you know what, Chuck? I'm not all about guns. You know, survival, whatever. We we like to talk about homesteading, different stuff. I do have something for you. So I always try and expand my knowledge, and the idea is I want to bring in stuff to the podcast that. You maybe didn't hear everywhere else. And Kevin had turned me on well a while back to an author, uh, John Twelve Hawks. Right. Has a book called Traveler. Yeah, Traveler. There's a It's a three-part series. Is it? Because yeah. I could only find the one. Yeah. But anyway. So he talks me into reading that. I did that for a while. I learned a lot of good stuff. I've shared some of the, the tricks and tips with you. Mm-hmm. And I was looking for something new this week, so I read a book called uh, Spark, which is another John 12 Hawks. Right. Now, now I if gotta... any of you guys, I'm going to put this out here as, as a, as a um, challenge. All right. If any of the listeners can figure out who the hell this guy is and what his real name is, 
Shoot Kevin an email. You get a you get a free sog. I will autograph it and send it out to you. A jungle primitive. A jungle what? primitive. Really? If you can figure out what his real name is, you uh, know, just let me know. Shoot me an email. That sounds like a pretty sweet deal. I might have to start this Do research. Yeah, see what you can dig up because I've been digging <laughs> and I haven't been able to figure it out. So, I'm reading this book, Spark, which is. Not quite the other books. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit strange. I, it's a I little bit strange. Didn't finish it. Did you finish it? Um, I don't know. I'm a good 10 or 15 hours into the audio book. Okay. Yeah, I know. I told you I was reading a book. I know. I don't Nobody really actually read reads books, books yeah. anymore. You get the idea. So, anyway, here's what I got for you for my prepper tip of the day. All right. So, the guys in uh, Paris... And there's an Antifa-type group, mm-hmm. and they want to do a protest. And you see them all kind of showing up, and they're all carrying these burlap sacks. Mm-hmm. And they're, like, looking around, and what's this about? And there's a bunch of them, and, you know, they're identified. Like, you think Antifa, like, if they were all wearing black hoodies. Right. In this book, they're all wearing, like, black, like, thug, uh, you know, watch caps. The they call them in the Navy. Yep. Yeah. So, anyway... They're all living the thug life there. But what they do is they're basically around the Eiffel Tower, which is kind of set up like Times Square, mm-hmm. where you have a bunch of roads kind of converge. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they have a bunch of cut up tires so that they have like maybe an 18 inch long strip and they nailed a bunch of nails in it, like mm-hmm. spikes. Right. And they all have them in their burlap sacks. And then they mysteriously drop them on all the roads and all the cars start running over them and flattening all their tires. Mm -hmm. Then they start their protesting and robbing and whatever it is they plan to do. Mm -hmm. But what happens is when the police that are there call for backup, there's such a heavy congestion of traffic Mm -hmm. blocked by all these stalled cars. Right. They're not able to get in and get to them. And I was like, you know, that's kind of a clever idea. Mm -hmm. No, I do not promote anything like that. But I'm just saying, if you were in, like, Tiananmen Square. Yeah. All you have to do is stop one car. The traffic jam will make itself. And it takes care of itself. Mm -hmm. So, you know, these are just something you might want to think about when the time is appropriate. Mm -hmm. And I'm not talking about here in America. I'm saying... In a hypothetical world, where you're caught in China, mm-hmm. or maybe, or in maybe New York, Korea, City. and Kim Jong Un is like, you know, I'm not really down for getting rid of my nukes. Screw you, Americans. Yeah. You know, something like that. Doesn't sound like he's down for it. Yeah, but you know, we'll see what happens. I, I don't know that I blame Trump on that though. The media is like, oh, look, Trump's an idiot. No, I think you try, and then you smack the shit out of him. Yep. That's what you got to do. You know, you got to be like, look, I made a good faith effort. I told you. I said, hey, let's work this out. Let's be friends. Let's not lose American lives. And then you bring the freaking rain. There you go. I'm just saying. There you go. Now, I've got a a couple of uh, prepper tips for you uh, myself. Oh, I like it. I bugged out uh, last week. To a secret rural location. All right. And uh, I've been there since. 
I was just, it Lake George? I just got back. It was <laughs> it was not Lake George. All right. Though Lake George is nice. Uh, went back. I uh, just uh, came back today. Still set up out at the uh, at the bug out location, but uh, came back here to go to work today and tomorrow and you take came a shower back for the podcast and and for the podcast. Let's be let's be honest. The shower was honestly more important. Uh, oh. first hot shower I've had in a week, but you know, I'm not complaining. I did use the um, uh, solar powered uh, shower, okay. which uh, is basically just a black bag, so it's not really that solar. It no. it brought it from freezing to cold, so All it's right. something. Now, something. I have the water to point temp out, out it's there like is 100 degrees here. Yeah, yeah. The water temp there is about uh, 43 though, so it's oh, so you brought it up. It's 65. a bit chilly. Yeah, it's a bit chilly. All right, but um, yeah, living the dream out in the woods, doing the thing, man. Like no that. cell phone, no no cell service, no uh, internet, no um, no electricity, no running water, but uh, making it happen, and uh, was able to pack everything very quickly into the car. Um, you know, I have uh, have different um, different setups for different scenarios, but I have uh, you know like a, a Rubbermaid bin, those uh, uh, Rubbermaid totes, you know. Yep. And. Uh, have each one packed up. One's packed up with um, things like rope and uh, batteries and this one hatchets. With just liquor. One's cooking utensils. One is. Uh, it's not just liquor. I also liquor brought in a lot of beer. Oh, beer. A lot of beer. Now, okay. I switched everything. Uh, beer cans I used. And uh, all the liquor I switched well, so you in are there. Rough flasks. It. Yeah, I mean, drinking a can of beer, that's not something I would do if I was. Living the high life, right. you know? But I'm living the high life with Miller Lite either way. I like so, it. Let me recommend the solar-powered showers as long as you don't need to be hot. Good. Uh, make sure you bring your cookware. Salt and pepper goes a long way when uh, you don't have any other seasoning. Um, and that's it, man. Yeah. So get you, get your yourself a couple of Rubbermaid bins that you can fit now, in your car and, and uh, load them up with specific things, you know? If we were to go to, like, BattleBox.com mm-hmm. and say, you know what, sign me up for the monthly subscription, do you feel that you might receive items every month that would make that trip just a little bit more enjoyable? Maybe make things a little bit lighter. Yeah. Uh, they definitely have a, uh, a lot of good... Uh, good solutions to uh heavy equipment i like that um um so if you guys check that out use the code badass you get 10 percent off um just you know little shout out to our friends people that take care of us take care of them um i know you guys heard last week we mentioned pfa supply sent us some survival pucks plan on doing some more videos and going through those so you guys can check out all the cool gear and value they offer um don't forget about tack pack if you're an avid gun lover like me you like to constantly play with your ar-15s put them together like a jigsaw puzzle Mm -hmm. build them up tear them down maybe you want to pull in and out of a trigger 27 freaking times you know whatever whatever you want to do you do you you do you. Tack pack might be the right thing for you. And if nothing else, they're going to send you, if you use the code BADASS, they're going to send you a gun cleaning mat that says Tack pack on it. 
Mm-hmm. Now, I don't even have one of these. No? They you send me, one? I get Tac Pack. But you didn't get the mat. But I didn't get the mat. That That's is something they fucked just do up, for man. our listeners. You believe that? That is some messed up shit. Now, oh, did you hear about some other messed up shit? Uh, last week, Facebook uh, uh, banned uh, part of the Declaration of Independence for hate speech. That sounds like hate there speech. Is a, uh, there is a um, Texas newspaper that was uh, publishing a, a section of the uh, Declaration of Independence every day going up to... Um, Fourth of July. Okay. And apparently, um, somewhere Jefferson wrote Indian Savages. And that uh, that got him popped, and they automatically re- removed the post. Shut it all down. Shut the shit now, down. Now, Facebook has apologized, saying that their al- algorithm did not work, and that it was uh, incorrectly removed, and they put it back up. But uh, I, I was kind of... Kind of... Uh, Satisfied with their apology, they, they seemed they seemed gen- genuinely apologetic. They didn't say a person did it; it was accidental. All right, you know. Yeah, Thomas but Jefferson why is their was, algorithm set up so that it's going to take out Thomas Jefferson? Here's the problem: nobody knows. Facebook does not share their rules; they just uh, cite the rules that they use when they flag your shit. Mm. So you don't know what the rules are before you post; only after you post. I see. So you just have to play it by ear, you know? All right. Um, I like that. Um, nothing else in the news? I haven't been listening. I've been audiobooking it all week. There's been a couple of things. Uh, There's a big um, ice protest in okay. uh, California there. Um, I guess they were arresting uh, uh, some people involved in uh, child sex trafficking. Oh, that sounds bad. But the people uh, misunderstood what was going on, and they came out with a bunch of signs like support our, you know, immigrants, and, you know, immigration is not illegal, shit like that. Okay. Confused, very angry at the uh, the ICE agents for stopping the child porn, but, um, you know, whatever. You do you. Yep. You know, I don't, I don't know that there are any politicians that are going to come out pro-child sex trafficking, but you never know. You know I mean, Maxine get together, waters. you can vote. You can elect whoever the fuck you want. Maxine Waters might step up for mm-hmm. that one. They're all, right. all on it. So, but that's all I got for today as far as news. That sounds like we uh, we got you covered. So with that, stay safe, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Mondays with Into the Blue, brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors, every Monday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment. A life that has the stories to back it, a life to be proud of. 
It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. Six, eight Western. A mule there, baby, right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.